Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they make you want to sleep or rile you up to fight, from off the hook to we took the night, we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. You wouldn't want to miss this mother. It's my co-host, Evan. After three decades, he's still a good hang. It's my co-host, Saker. <laughs> have I, uh, we haven't, how long have we known each other? I met you when I was about 10 years ago, maybe? Yeah, 10 years, about a decade. After one decade. It's still After a decent decade. hang. Well, I mean. <laughs> but it'll age like a fine wine. <laughs> turn to vinegar eventually. Have you ever had a friendship like that where you didn't like hanging out with him at first, but then it got better and better as it went on? No. Okay. <laughs> no. <laughs> Generally, if I don't like hanging out with someone, like I'll either relegate them to like acquaintance status where like, yeah, I don't really like to hang out with you one-on-one, so I only invite you to parties where we have other people there that I do like sure. hanging out, you know? Right. You need, you need like warm bodies to fill out them chairs. And you're not <laughs> a bad guess. and you're not a bad person, like so I don't want to like kick you out of my life. What just to prove that you uh that you have friends? I mean, what are you, what what's the point of the warm bodies and the chairs? Because I mean, like I may not enjoy hanging out with them one on one, but they that doesn't mean they don't have something to add to a group setting, right? Okay. So every All time right. I hang out with people, I evaluate them on a series of criteria. Jesus. I call it Evan Bopper's <laughs> better criteria. How big are they? How electric is their personality? How tall are they? How many teeth do they have? How energetic is their personality? Oh, God. <laughs> and um, retro. Retro, of course, the classic one. With no Britney Spears Toxic included in that? No, no. Okay. This was actually fair. developed long before Toxic. This predates, mm. this predates Toxic. Very few things in this world do, but this system clearly does. <laughs> Toxic is, I think, a like a, a war chant from like, was it, is it ancient Greece or is it ancient Probably. Rome? Well, or? it sounds more like, a, like an, an Assyrian war chant, you know, something oh, okay. like that, like a, you know, because they're pretty hardcore. The Assyrians are like the goths of the, uh, the ancient world. Aren't the Visigoths the goths of the ancient world? No, Visigoths are the goths of the uh, late ancient period, I guess. They would be like, you know, in the er- dark, early, like late classical period slash yeah you got me talking dipshit here we go <laughs> this is really dumb of me because the, but goths I just, show up, I... the goths show up at the fall of rome right the assyrians <laughs> are way before rome cheers bud i don't you made it you I... made it yeah take that fair take that, take that sip Ooh. take that sip what are you drinking it's hard to, you're, hard to you're tell in... that I'm, I'm even drinking anything yeah I'm drinking it's like you're drinking a uh, tyler's um <laughs> jacket tyler's gator skin jacket we're back on Zoom this week, folks, and uh, I'm rediscovering virtual backgrounds. Boy, oh boy, what fun they are. What fun it is to laugh and sing. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's, what, that's what we're doing this week. We're back on Zoom because everything is all <laughs> fucked up again. Do you think, like, you'll be... like One of the things that I worry about as I get older is that no one will want to hang out with me because I'm just an old fucker who doesn't have, like, anything in common with anybody anymore. Like, I won't be able to make new friends. And, right. you know, my old friends are dying. Because I plan to outlive all y'all. Well, that's my not a incredibly unhealthy lifestyle. And uh, are you numerous... not meeting? You're not meeting new people. Uh, I'm making new friends all the time, bro. Mostly in a work setting. Like I don't, uh, especially with COVID, I don't meet new people. Oh, well, I don't really care. I mean, I just get out there and do my thing. <laughs> I mean, which is why no. we're on Zoom, folks. <laughs> no, no, that's silly. Um, no, of course, but you know, I think they're safe context uh to hang out and to i mean nowadays we're all triple vaxxed we're not I wasn't even out. talking about i'm not talking about covid i'm just talking about in general is getting older like oh okay as you yeah, go, like, do you think do you think 70 year old saker will be a, a good hang 
after seven decades, am I still a good hang? No, I'll probably be really boring by then. Nobody's grandpa's a good hang. As much as people say their grandpa is cool, nobody's grandpa's a good hang, right? Yeah, I feel like you're either you're either out or you've uh, you've stayed in the game too long. Like if you die at like 60, you're out. You, oh. You're a good hang. Burn, <laughs> burn bright, die at 60. Or uh, You're out. I've never heard anybody describe it that way before. Yeah, I like it. cash in your chips. Sure, okay. Oh man, what if we get to like uh, um, the afterlife and they're all, it's like one of those, it's like a Chuck E. Cheese prize thing and you get to like turn in chips that you accrued through the life but you didn't know what games you were playing. Sure, it was a secret. It's like, yeah. I see you made um, 487 baskets in your life. That gives you four tickets. <laughs> if you had got okay. that 13, it's 100 per and we don't round. <laughs> so um, four tickets, you can use them to buy a uh, slappy hand. Oh, or um, you can have your afterlife be a little bit warmer, one degree warmer. Sure. Mint it starts scented. at zero degrees. Oh my god, that sucks. So, oh, you get to create your own heaven or hell. You get oh to my god, that's yeah. what makes... So it's you. everyone automatically goes to hell, but the tickets you've earned in life <laughs> yes. can buy you into whatever your heaven is. By, yeah, they, they have oh, a whole suite, a, a suite of uh, packages you can pick from that are already, pre, <laughs> they're already pre-made, or you can do, you can go like... You know, customize. The, customize the true. You can get down to the even the granular levels. Sure, sure. Oh, I really enjoy that. But they're all. It's not being a good person. It's secret objectives. Yeah, like drink yeah. five hundred gallons of sweet tea. <laughs> like <laughs> you did it. You're in. That's another ticket for you, buddy. <laughs> oh, I do. I I do love that a lot. Well, that's what I'm banking on now. So I'm just gonna do fucking random tasks but i'm going to do a mm-hmm. lot of them to hope that mm-hmm. i'm going to get the points that i need to make well, the thing is like day. if you if you're spreading low because it might be you know you have to do it 10 or 20 times right, right. so if you're doing a bunch of like random tasks you're not going to hit any of those benchmarks because as we established earlier they do not round in heaven they're very sure. or in the afterlife we can't say whether it's heaven or hell i think for everything that i do from now on i'm going to do it 500 times that's really good like <laughs> i feel like we're, <laughs> I feel like we're, we're, gonna, we're locking in on this uh <laughs> Well, that's the thing about like OCD, and I have a I have it very minor, and my partner has it a bit more. Where you feel like you have to do something, or something right. bad's going to happen. Do so, you really have it? Yeah, I mean, I have to do not. I have a touch of it, right? Okay. Where I uh, I can't leave the volume of things on odd numbers uh, unless it's a fifteen or a twenty-five. Um, what the fuck? Or a, a multiple of five. Okay. Listen, I'm not telling you that there's any reason behind it. <laughs> okay. Like, I think the definition of OCD is you're doing these things not because they benefit you, but because you kind of have to. You feel like something bad's going to happen if you don't. I just... Um, I, I always have I, to pump my gas to uh, to, uh, to even numbers. Like, even uh-oh. numbers. Ne- never odd. Um, Strange. All right. Except unless, unless they're multiples of five. So a lot of yours are number-themed. Speci- this makes me feel like there's something in your past that happened to you that is, that is really... Because they're all thematic. I think it's just the way my brain is wired. Your dad used to whisper in your ear, no ones, no threes, no sevens, no nines, no ones, no threes, no sevens, no nines. Is that correct? Pretty much, yeah. Okay. Stay off Prime, you're being fine. Stay off Prime, you're being fine. <laughs> and that's why you still don't on Amazon Prime to this day. Divisible, invisible, divisible, invisible. <laughs> Stay low. Be the gray man. Um, <laughs> oh, speaking of gosh, you took you took me right back to when my dad used to, <laughs> to whisper me. Ah, oh, man, it's been a good life. Speaking of, let's talk about this week's song. <laughs> this week's song is called "Good Life," and if you've never heard it before, listeners, here's a quick sample. I did my 
Oh, baby! Baby. I'm glad that this is the first, like, in-studio albums. The first, like, un-attenuated Tyler we're getting is him just screaming about how good his life is. Man, I fucking love it. I love Ty screaming that chorus. I just love that we're getting more Ty in general, but what a fucking delight he is. Oh, I love him in this. Uh, I mean, we'll talk about the video a little later, but... um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I There's one little... I think I hated this song when I first heard it. This is a good life for me. This is a good hang. <laughs> this one aged like a fine wine. Because when I first yeah. heard it, fucking Ty annoyed me. Because that very last pause when he goes, Oh, it's a good life. Good life. <laughs> like I was like, oh, that's super fucking annoying. But every time, it grew on me more and more. And now I fucking love it. Um, I don't know. I like that they're sampling him. I like that it sounds like a weird, like fucking alabama shake song at first it sounds like a fucking moby song from like the first i get like, it from play it's play yeah, it's, era it, moby instead of instead of sampling some black artist who doesn't get any credit at all and just you know laying over some beats over their voice their, their amazing vocals you know it's just mm-hmm. tyler yeah which is better than yeah, it is better because he is okay. i'm sure being compensated for his time oh i understand what you mean all right sure because the other people were doing it for for exposure or not being asked at all i mean they're they were sampled so i think they were just they, there was that big that big to do in like the late 90s early aughts about whether sampling is stealing and sure. i guess i guess we came down on the fact that it's not i i think you're still getting some trouble like i think all the people moby sampled from were, were old sort of soul singers who may, may not have even been alive yeah to contest think- him most of those were in public domain is yeah. my understanding of that album. We had a show last night, my band. Um, and uh, after the show, a dude came up to us like, you guys are, am- do you know, do you know about uh, the fucking BMI? I don't remember what it was. It certainly wasn't BMI, which is the body yeah. mass index. Biomedical but, uh, informatics. He was like, uh, you guys, you are, do you own your music? Like, do you have it like, you know, legally copyrighted to you. And he was so insistent. I was like, dude, we sample. We cannot own our own music. They're all uncleared samples. He's like, I'll bet they're cheap. I'll bet they're cheap. I'm going to hook you guys up. You're going to own your own music. And then he gave me a lady's t-shirt, uh, for no reason. <laughs> and it has cats on it. And it's, oh, I was going to say it has, it has like a bunch of like uh, legalese on it about like, uh, <laughs> just like really small print all the way down. God, I kind of want a shirt now. That's just like oh. a, uh, like an end user licensing agreement. Just like tiny print all the way down. I do fucking, is it about the shirt or is it just like the iTunes user agreement? I mean, it'd be fun if it were about the shirt, but I feel like it'd be, that'd be a lot of work because you'd have to kind of write it yourself. Yeah, that's kind of a bummer. Or you could just like, every time it says iTunes, control F, replace with t-shirt. User <laughs> of t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that I like. Um, well, I guess on yeah. the back you could have the uh, click the radio buttons where like click agree to this or like the little um, that's check mark funny. button. That's very funny. Uh, and he said his name was Jedi Josh and he smelled like weed. That's the end of my story. <laughs> that's that's Conversation sounds like somebody you were talking to somebody who was really high on weed and like really <laughs> fixated on one issue. Like, oh man, Perhaps. you should totally do it this way. <laughs> Perhaps he was. Maybe he was um, just a Jedi. Maybe do you think all Jedi smell like weed? Boy, that's a great question, ain't it? Uh, I don't know. Are Jedi? I mean, they're spiritual people. I don't know why I'm relating <laughs> weed to spirituality, but well, I mean, there is there is some crossover there to like weed, uh, weed smoking, and uh, false spirituality or even okay. real spirituality. But I mean, yeah, I don't know. No. No, I don't think my, they do. My guess would be no. Although, yeah. man, you get that poster of like fucking Yoda smoking weed. That's so oh, funny. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, there's a reason he's green, right? Oh, bro. 
Do you think Darth Vader looks like that because he spilled bog water all over his face? <laughs> That's probably what happened. And he always goes, oh, he's just taking those deep breaths of that vapor. We don't know what's in there. It's probably some probably some chaotic bro vaping. This sucks. We started yeah. it ironically, but now I'm actually literally laughing at what we're saying. I hate this. Yeah, we're not good um, people. So, uh, the we never court. pretended to be good people. I'm getting those tickets, bud. I don't have to be good. I just have to be comprehensive. <laughs> um, the chorus, this song, seems really like they're aiming for radio friendliness. Like, this just feels like a radio song. But to that end, I kind of liked how, you know, they it, it sounds like you would turn on, like, an adult alternative station and hear this song. And you'd be like, this is a song my mom would listen to, I feel like, um, and enjoy. Definitely uh, not my mom. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, this is uh, this is almost exactly the type of music that my mom would listen to. I would think. Um, but I kinda... really like adult contemporary. Yeah. Well, she listens you think, to. You think uh, Nana is coming down the I seventy one to your house tomorrow, bopping on some uh, BNL? It's licks. Bud, if Good Life is playing on CD 106 or whatever the fuck channel she's listening to, I mean, it's mostly radio stuff. I mean, she listens to, yeah. actually, I think she listens to a lot of Sirius now, but um, yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought, did you feel like this was kind of a radio friendly song? I feel like they wanted it to be. Yeah, right. Oh, I don't, obviously, I don't think this charted at all in the least. Um, not hey, least of give which. It, give it time. Give it Album time. Albert Jim just came out. This could be you a sleeper. Know? You have a point, and it does follow the one-week formula. We've got some singing, and then, boy, oh, boy, do we have a rap breakdown in this song. I like the accordion on the rap <laughs> breakdown. Had a plateful, so I'm grateful. Had the gatefold, state sold platinum. Everywhere I'm at, sun arenas to the rafters. Laughter, happily ever after. Now I'm sat here, looking back there. One week was a high peak on the hot street. Wasn't even funny, made money by the tongue. I did write, ha, 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 Evan is going to fucking hate the breakdown. No, I wrote this, period, this is a fine rap because it is, it hangs together as uh-huh. a cohesive statement. Uh-huh. It relates to the song that it's in. That's Fair. all. I'm not, I'm not asking for like masterpiece level crafting here. The rhymes, it rhymes. It, it's, I, I'd say it's, be, it's the best rap Ed has ever done. Your criteria for a good rap is it's about the song and it rhymes. <laughs> My criteria for a good bare naked ladies rap. Ah, I a good see. Ed Robertson rap because normally he's like. I got Jello, mellow. I'm in my Jello. Here I am again, <laughs> rhyming Jello with Jello. Like, um, I Sailor the- Moon is here. High <laughs> Noon is here. I like westerns. Best western. Like. <laughs> You know, Motel Six. We getting the chicks. Uh, yeah. So like, it's just a stream of conscious nonsense. But this is like a a conscientious rap that he he wrote from beginning to end, and all of it points in the same direction. Yes, and it is, but it is so fucking self referential that I thought you would tear it apart. I'm glad oh. that you aren't because I no. kind of liked it too. But it's the about fact- the song. Yeah, yeah, it is. But it's not. I mean, the so song I is guess- self referential. I guess what I was thinking is they would want a little bit of universality to this song, right? They would want it to be like, isn't it great when you get older and you can look back and be like, oh, it's a good life. 
But now they're being like, isn't it great when you get older and you look back and you say, yes, you did write one week. You did write the Big Bang Theory theme. I am Ed Robertson. You really are Ed Robertson, aren't you? Um, Yeah, it's just, I mean, yeah, I I did think the accordion was an absolute fucking delight. As soon as they started talking about one week, they brought in some accordion. Um, Mm -hmm. But I don't know. This is a very, a very silly rap. Uh, (laughs) I did. I just, I enjoyed they're like, hey, after one week, we could have quit. Like, we made a lot of money. We we really did. We are, we are fucking rich. Just FYI, <laughs> we, we made a shit ton of money. And then we did the theme song to the most popular sitcom in the history of sitcoms. So, I mean, we have a lot, we have a lot of money. <laughs> like, that was kind of the crux of the rap is we're rich. I think that kind of goes into my, one of the things I hated about this song, like the line, like, you were everybody's favorite flavor. Pretty sweet, but now you've fallen out of favor. Like mm-hmm. I said, uh, was it hard to watch it go? I don't know, dude. <laughs> nobody knows that but you Ed. i don't have a million fucking dollars <laughs> nobody's had that experience yeah yeah oh uh i did i do like you know uh everybody knowing my face but not knowing my name from that same verse and then he goes my name what's my name you ride a poem right to the top you're in the moment then you're not you were everybody's favorite feel like that is just an invite for concerts for people to go Ed! like <laughs> that'll be fun to do i'm excited to go see a detour show dominic <laughs> oh yeah we we should definitely yell miles <laughs> i like that um but yeah uh fucking it is it's also kind of a different kind of rap and it's hard to put my finger on how but it feels more stripped down like they kind of drop the instruments except for like the drums and piano from the background of ed's rap if i remember correctly and uh, it sounds kind of cool. Like, it's very, I don't know. It's its a different kind of uh, less ornamented rap than he usually does. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> um, can I tell you my least favorite part of this song? Sure. No, no, I want to. <laughs> you're, you're on this you, podcast to not talk about Bare Naked Ladies. Do you want to, do you, do you want to just try to guess it? <laughs> um, Brothers and sisters? No. It's in the the first verse there when he says, I made a family and made friends, made a mess, but made amends. And then he says, I even made a little hot white sunlight. The fact that he pauses after I made a little hot white just makes me so upset. <laughs> I was sure that he was talking about coming for a second, just a second. Uh, it was fair there. Yeah, yeah, kind of delighted me. Um, no, brothers and sisters, you wouldn't want to live no other is a very privileged thing to say, though. <laughs> I mean, like, hey, everybody, didn't we all have a good life? Nobody had any problems here, right? No, I think he's saying brothers and sisters, you wouldn't want to live no other. He's saying, I had a great life. I don't know about you. Oh, you wouldn't want to he's live saying, nothing other than my life. <laughs> he's saying, my life has been the best life, and shit. Uh, all of your lives pale in comparison. Oh, is my what God. I, how I read that. Yeah, no, I do. I do. I kind of like that this is the anti-We're Back song. Usually he does a We're Back song, and this is a We're Washed Up song. <laughs> like, it's fucking over for us. 
I don't know. That that made me that made me laugh. Speaking of that, I I made a mess but made event amends. Are we talking about Natalie? I felt like this was we 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 are good detectives. Like I think we did it because he hasn't made amends with Steve. I, I think this is a call out of his uh his fucking cheating that he did. My, my more uh yeah, I think that I think that that's the case, and I think that that what I'm more interested in is the with the benefit of hindsight, I might have had that had a fist fight that night. Who dat? Who dat? Who do you fight who with? Who dat is a great question. Uh, I want to know who got Ed Robertson hot enough under the collar that he he you know he swung hands. Yeah. I did my best to write and sing. You know I wouldn't change a thing. He flapped fingers. Man, I don't know. Do you think he this could have been... Knuckles. He fucked knuckles? He fucked knuckles? Bucked knuckles. Oh, my God. I kind of like punching somebody as fucking a knuckle. That's pretty good. Just get it deep in those cheeks. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, that's a weird line. Because he says, uh, I wouldn't change a thing. And then he jumps right into, with the benefit of hindsight... I actually would have changed a thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> he says, you know, I wouldn't change a thing with the benefit of hindsight. I wouldn't have made that fight. <laughs> like, okay. So which one is true here? Was it a worthy fist fight? Was it, I don't know. I want to know. Who do you think Ed Robertson fought? I mean, I, I don't, I don't know his fucking life. Uh, so I'm going to say a fishmonger who uh, accidentally sold him less than sushi grade salmon. <laughs> it got him real sick. That's Ed Robertson's uh, hot button issue. <laughs> that's true. He gotta have that triple A salmon. Yeah. I don't know. What do you? Who do you think? He is, got this to do is this Toro? Is this Toro? It's got to be Toro, right? <laughs> What's the market? Pr- you know what? I don't even need to know the market price. It's fine. Whatever. I'm Ed fucking Robertson. <laughs> do you know my name? What's my name? Uh, who do you think he got no fist fight with? Uh, probably like a magician, children's mm. party magician. Mm. I think he got into perhaps a fist fight with Frederick Hebert, his father-in-law. Punched his lights out. Um, Siskel and Hebert. Oh, is Natalie Hebert related to Roger Hebert? I think she pronounces her name Arbao. That's she is an interior designer. She Mm -hmm. really is a fucking interior designer, designer. isn't she? Uh, I did love the fucking B and L pivot of it comes to pass, it doesn't come to stay. I love that too. That was a great line. line. Yeah, that was that was you know that was a little bit of magic. He, mm-hmm. He's still got a little bit of that Ed Robertson magic he can, he he can spit out. It comes to pass. It doesn't come to stay. And then he fucking ruins it by unironically using the word mother. <laughs> you wouldn't want to miss this mother. Like he fucking, he does. It's just such a pitchy high culture, low culture with Ed Robertson. Like he's all over the place. His lyrics are poetic and then fucking dumb shit. <laughs> There's uh, very little middle ground with him. I did think I was kind of surprised because uh, I thought uh, he says like had the gate fold as part of his rap. And I was like, oh, this is some like rhyming. Yeah. Had the plate full. I'm so grateful. Had the gate fold. I was like, what the fuck is a gate fold? I thought it was some rhyming dictionary shit. But oh, is it something? It, a gate fold is in a vinyl. The, the thing that folds out is called a gate fold. So like oh, oh we, we made vinyls is what he was saying. Like, I oh, thought it was a cool. um I thought he was 
it was a, a Google mistranslate of his lyrics, and he's saying "gateful," as in he like the the gate to the arena is full of fans, and like like because that would make a lot more sense given that he's rhyming with the word "full." Yeah, playful, grateful, gateful, gateful instead of gatefold. But you know what? what? I it's probably what you said. Could be either one. Nobody know. Yeah. No, it's it's definitely what you said. Well, the next line I thought may have been a mistranslation because it says "state sold platinum." And I was like, states sold platinum doesn't make any sense to me. So, no, he sold platinum records in the states. His record went platinum in the states. I'm an idiot. For listen, for yeah, for for our listeners' sake, or just literally collapsed. <laughs> states sold. I thought he was trying to say stunt sold platinum, like he was just making a, a real sense. <laughs> well, that's also stunt. true. Yes. He's talking about stunt. Yes, but now I understand. I understand the real thing that he was saying here. Um. Fun, some fun hand claps on the chorus. They're obviously programmed, but I will still accept them. Um, I don't, I don't know, bud. What else? Anything else about this song? No. Yeah. Can I tell you? It did come up with Saker's YouTube comment of the week. Saker's YouTube comment of the week. <laughs> uh, this is a comment from two months ago from a man called Wine Cooler Steve, <laughs> which. <laughs> I'm just enjoying, I'm imagining the life this guy leads. Yeah, wine right. Cooler Steve. So Wine Cooler Steve says, I just came here to tell you how bad your cover of Fight the Power is. To be honest, I would rather hear two dogs farting into a coffee can than listen to this again. I'll go even further. If I had a time machine, I would travel back to 1993 to Waco, Texas. I would pass my home recording of this to the ATF to play aloud for all the Branch Davidians to hear. I'm fairly confident that David Koresh would have given up within minutes. In closing, you ruined the movie Rat Race for me. (laughs) (laughs) The movie Rat Race? (laughs) Well, they weren't even on the Rat Race soundtrack. But you know who was? Baja Men. Smash Mm. Mouth, who they probably thought Better Good Ladies were, because it's a pretty easy one-to-one analog. Yeah. And, better than Ezra... Kevin Griffin was a- Hey, Lois, remember the time we tried to get a million dollars by racing across the country? Uh, yeah, which I thought was uh, some weird. So maybe he is talking. I don't know if Kev Griffin has a, a writing credit on this song. Uh, I would doubt it. It seems like a very Ed-centric song. Yes. But, uh, hey, but I, hey, Kev, I- hey, Kev, you want to write about my band? <laughs> I did enjoy that... Uh, that Wine Cooler Steve did not go to their Fight the Power cover to leave that comment. He went to Good Life to tell them how bad their Fight the Power was. Well, I think probably their, if BNL is reading comment sections, and I highly doubt they are, Right, they'd be reading comment sections on their new stuff as opposed to like going back to something they did in you know the 90s. Yeah, you're right. That's very possible. So if you wanted to get their attention, and Wine Cooler Steve obviously does, that's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Uh, I am, uh, am kind of... I mean... You're right, because if they were reading comments, they would definitely be listening to this podcast. And if they were listening to this podcast, we would have heard of them by now. We would have been de- we would be dead. We'd be dead. <laughs> I would see them. Cease and desist. I would have that red dot on my forehead in Zoom as the sniper trained on me. Um, you want to talk about some other versions of this song? Yeah. How um, about the video? The video. That was it was a nice video. I thought it was so much fun. It was a good video. Yeah. The uh the video, it's one of those 90s videos where the video is the camera. Like we found yes. a cool lens, <laughs> let's make a video. It reminded me of like a Beastie Boys yep. video That's from the 90s where it's exactly. like Exactly. Let's play eye. with a fisheye lens. <laughs> yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, yep. let's put our hands real close to the fisheye lens. <laughs> let's put our face real close to the fisheye lens. <laughs> 
it's uh yeah very much kids playing with a new toy but, we have uh, found a fish-eyed lens <laughs> do we like I it well that me. all depends <laughs> Yep, there we go. I drive in a Mercedes Benz. That would have been a good one too. You're right. Yeah. I'll give you credit for that. <laughs> um, there's dancers for a second. Like the whole time, I yeah. felt like this video was like, oh, they got on a bike and just rode around Toronto, rode around. which looks beautiful and fun. But they then got they on, like a a weird fucking bike. I don't know if I could ride that bike. Yeah, it's a it's a bike where all the seats face each other. <laughs> I don't know. And who only is... one person. What? Well, one person steers. It yeah. was like Tyler was steering. Yeah, and he's facing forward, but everybody else is facing you know, inward. It's very strange, and it did freak me out a little bit, too. Uh, I thought it would be fun, though. I'm sure it's fun to ride. Mm. Do you think you go four times as fast? I think you go four times as slow. <laughs> okay, that probably makes more sense. It reminded me of those like uh, those like mobile bar things where you, yeah. everyone's like sitting around the bar and pedaling, and yeah. you kind of crawl along the fucking street. They have those for uh, karaoke now, too, I've seen. They have mobile karaoke. <laughs> what a fucking nightmare. <laughs> Sounds kind of fun, doesn't it? Like, just you're just living your life, and then suddenly this, like, I don't want to wait for my life to be over. And, like, it just comes right down the fucking street. Coming down High Street. Yeah. That sounds fun. I don't know. That sounds fun to me. But, I'm into it. Yeah, I've often considered, like, hey, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice to have, like, a, a, a walk-up apartment in the city. Like, yeah, just oh, a... Yeah. Not as a, I mean, if I if I didn't have a family, if I didn't have anything, I'd just like to live in like the city and just like you know live not above a bar because I've done that and that sucked, but like you know live above a shoe shop, three doors down from a bar and like just to be able to walk everywhere. But like you really like the fact that those exist have, have completely turned me off the uh, the idea forever. I don't yeah. want to ever open my window and have you know a rendition of Britney Spears "Toxic" coming down the street at me. That's huh? your fucking no brother problem. Uh... Yeah, I don't know. I feel like every Friday and Saturday night would be fucking miserable if you lived along High Street. Like, you would just... Because it's so fun. Even if you don't live above a bar, there's just people mm-hmm. screaming and cars blasting music and... Yeah. But yeah, Much so... Agree. This whole This whole video, I thought, was kind of improvised. But then when the dancers came along, it kind of blew my mind for a second because... And uh, it was good because they, they, they were they were timed to when the music, like, hit. Yes. Yeah. Like, they... So then they just started dancing. I mean... You can't go wrong with fucking dancers no. in a video. Gotta have a dancer. Gotta well, have I mean, a dancer. I guess the one week video kind of goes wrong with video. <laughs> with dance. Remember when they go and they fall into like the uh, King Wenceslas's oh, made up yeah. toy dimension? <laughs> That's right. What a bad video. I can't believe Here's what we're going to do. Like fucking Mick G is blowing Mick their G. minds. Yeah. What a weird video. First, you're going to pay me a million dollars. Then. I'm going to make Supernatural, a TV series about two brothers who love each other very much and fight monsters. Then straight to Terminator Salvation. (laughs) I'm going to enjoy that. This video made me want summer so bad. Oh, man. I am so sick of summer. i excited for winter. Fuck. uh, Short sleeves and full streets and popsicles. Go Uh, fuck yourself. Winter markets, Christmas lights. What is a winter market? Jingle jangle. Jingle Jangle's a posted, drug. Uh, Jingle Jangle is not a drug. It is a, uh, except in, um, what the fuck, Riverdale. Riverdale. But in real life, Jingle Jangle is a Trader Joe's uh, product. It's like chocolate with like um, like chocolate bark, but it's got like uh, M&Ms in it and pretzels and things like that. And it's all kind of crumbled up and mm. delicious. Hmm. You'd like it. You'd like Interesting. it. Interesting. But winter like markets, it. yeah. And you would know what a winter market is if you read the uh, group exchange that I posted one on literally today. Like an hour ago when I was taking yeah. care of my son? <laughs> Listen, we're not all so attached show, to our phones like you. It showed you read it, Saker. 
maybe I looked at it. I didn't click the link. No, I've got a special app that tells me that you, when you click on links. <laughs> that just led to a counter that one of those fucking, it was, there's no winter market. You just wanted to make sure I was paying attention uh, 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 to you. Uh, 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 yeah, and, and Dennis Nedry. Um, yeah, I don't Ed's Ed fucking skateboarding too is truly an, a, you really are Ed Robertson moment. <laughs> like, of also, course. Yeah. And then there's also the, you really are Kev uh, moments where he like, stops to buy a popsicle from a vendor and then gets a 50 balloons that he just carries around with it it looked so fun man i wanted to be in that world i will say this is the first video that looks like kev is enjoying himself yeah yeah i truly understand why he is like the the happy guy of brinnegan ladies the the real lothario of the brinnegan ladies (laughs) uh did you see the uh, live on colbert version i'm not done talking about the video yet i'm sorry continue <laughs> There's one scene, like the second dance breakdown, where the music cuts in and the dancers are dancing, and then they throw something at the dancers' feet that look like rocks or like bouncy what? balls or some shit. They're like dancing in the in the, and I'm not sure what it is. I don't um, remember that. Let me see if I can find the uh, the moment where they do that. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? They're bouncy balls, I think. Yeah, that seems real unsafe to have people dancing around with bouncy balls there. Someone's gonna like break their knee. <laughs> That is very strange. Who? No one is clearly doing it. No, there's, there's. You can see somebody over at the the far left of the screen. There's a woman with a bucket, oh. and they just dump these bouncy balls. Yeah, oh see? yeah, there she is. Yeah. yeah. So there's like, and there's another one over on the far right of the screen. So they just dump, throw this whole thing of bouncy balls at these dancers. Fucking weird. And they're moving their feet and stuff. So like, they might twist an ankle. And like, those are the those are dancers. That's that's their money makers, right? Yeah, man. That sucks. Very good ladies. This was already filmed in the time of COVID. Now we got these unsafe work conditions with these bouncy balls. That sucks. <laughs> I also like that they have uh, the dancers like um, a double as extras in the movie in the video yeah, yeah. because like there's this one part where they uh, when he talks about one week or something or no no um, everybody knowing my face but not knowing my name they like come up for an autograph and it's obviously two of the backup yeah, dancers yeah <laughs> and later on where they're like playing kid games. Like they just got the youngest looking dancers to go on, go do hopscotch and stuff. Yeah. And do like a uh, fucking rollerblading and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, it's very strange. Uh, I think Ed, they rented this camera for this shoot and then Ed loved it so much. I remember watching a video where he bought one for himself and taped himself playing pinball with it because he fucking loved this weirdo 360 camera. Um, it is strange when people get along the edges of it. I'm watching now. It very much twists their body unnaturally. Makes me feel yeah, like... Yeah, man. Imagine taking, like, uh, LSD and just playing pinball for 48 oh hours. God. Are you done talking about the video? Yes. You can talk about The Late Show with Stephen Colbert if you have literally anything to say about it. I thought the mixing... Other than they, they played the video. <laughs> the they mixing the song. was strange and very empty. I thought the tie was very excited. And... Uh, during the song, I thought there was a female vocalist over the chorus, and it turns out that that falsetto is Jim. Jim is going real high on the chorus of this song, and I found that he's out. Got, he's got a good falsetto. We've done that. We've seen it a couple times in the yeah, past. I don't remember exactly, but all right, that checks no, out. You wouldn't. Nope, I wouldn't. But I don't either. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good life. Reliving that dream every night. We ain't gonna get another brothers and sisters. You don't want to I think that's it. Do you didn't you... see the uh, Speedy Fest Birmingham? No, I didn't see there was another version. Yeah, it's the same. They just played it all okay. the way through, but it's, it's in Birmingham. It's live, though? But it's live. Yeah, it's live. Uh, but Ed leads in by saying, like, if you are asked a question about BNL, 
and are just coming into our music. This is basically a BNL book report that you can like. It's like a BNL um, cliff notes that you can just crib off of and answer questions about BNL as if anyone anywhere right. will be asked any question. This Canadian band had the 1993 <laughs> hit one week. 1993. I don't know what when when did it stuck out? 97. Uh, probably 98. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's such a bullshit thing to say because the only two songs this talks about are <laughs> one week in the Big Bang Theory theme. Well, that's the thing. Like the only two songs they're going to be even there's going to be a question for them about is you know if it, it come up on Jeopardy, it's going to be one week or Big Bang Theory, right? Could be if I had a million dollars. Million, it might be a million dollars, but he does mention million dollars. Does he? At what he point? Whispers, he whispers it. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> and they may mention testing one two three. You know what I mean? From everything mm-hmm. to everyone, <laughs> you don't think they? You don't think they're gonna do that? <laughs> All right, but why don't you tell me what game show this song is about? I can, I can, I can, I will, I will. Here I go. It is a game show that aired in on November twenty ninth, nineteen ninety nine, on the music television channel MTV, called Web Riot. Okay, Web Riot. Web Riot. Okay. It was a, um, basically, uh, you'll recognize the format because it, it was like the, the banner bearer for this sort of show, both um, in, as a game show and also as like a thing that you play at arcades and shit. Okay. Um, or on flight, on cr- intercontinental flights. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Like, so you get a question and then this is all taking place like uh, online or something. Like, well, not online, but it, in, in the real world and also online. But um. So you, you get these like four questions, you get this question and then four answers will appear. And then after like five seconds, one of them will disappear. One of the wrong ones will disappear and another wrong one will disappear until finally. And the, the quicker you get your answer and the more points you get. Okay. Is the form is the, is the general format of the game. This is the fucking uh, BW3's trivia. The, the, <laughs> right? yeah, like I said, it's a very, yeah. it's become, it's become ubiquitous in our, in okay. our world. But this was the first time that it was done. Um, not the first time, but you know, the first time it was popularized. And sure. so uh, this is hosted by, of course... Amit Zappa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the, the son the of third Frank of the Zappa. Thir- the thr- th- Zappa. Zappa. <laughs> Zappa is Italian for zapatos, which is Spanish for <laughs> shoes. <laughs> That's correct. Ahmed so, shoes. Uh, so Ahmed is the third of the fourth Zappa children. Music actor, author, Walt Disney employee. What in what uh, sense is he a Walt Disney employee? He not heads, but he's like very um, closely involved in their like comic division. Okay. Like their comic book and division because he's written a he wrote a novel uh i forget what it was called but it was a kid's it was like a young adult novel okay and uh then then they made a comic book version of it and he's been sort of working with them on that going forward um he after the death of their mom he and his sister diva got each got 30 percent of the zappa um estate whereas their sister moon or their brother moon and dweezil only got 20 percent why because of uh you know various um disagreements and whatnot and uh, so the so both dweezil and moon unit don't get any money until uh zap the zap estate is profitable and apparently it was millions in, in the red back oh, in 2016 God. so there was a big fallout much like the fallout in fair naked ladies oh over big bang theory see how i'm connecting this to the... The, the pieces are falling into place real quick before you go on and connect more pieces diva's middle name is muffin which is very funny. All right, go <laughs> ahead, continue. So, um, the uh, so Dweezil was upset by this, and uh, Amit said, "You know, tough shit." So Dweezil was started playing Zappa songs, uh-huh. and so Amit responded by trademarking the name Zappa, 
Wow. So the Diesel could, couldn't use his own last name for commercial purposes. Oh my god, shitty. So then, in response, Dweezil renamed his new tour 50 Years of Frank, colon, Dweezil Zappa plays whatever the fuck he wants, hyphen, the cease and desist tour. <laughs> okay. And uh, so they later reconciled. And uh, um, their statement on it was, and you might understand this more than me, we are a passionate Italian family. <laughs> that was it? <laughs> that was it? Oh, Zapatos. <laughs> oh, my God. That's incredible. So much like um, uh, BNL, Ahmet Zappa had a, fall, a falling out with a close friend slash one would even say brother. Right. Um, and uh, so he was the host of this. Um, it was um, the announcer was Masasa Moyo, who is a like a Japanese Canadian TV film and voice actor. I couldn't find much about her. Okay. She does a lot of like backup vocals. She's like she was in like Disco Elysium public voice or no she was just like she's just like in uh not like a character she's like background voice oh citizen number three like oh. she's in you know she's done a lot of different voice acting just in the background sort of thing interesting okay so but the uh, format of web riot is they would ask you uh they would play a video uh, of any band like beastie boys or right. bare naked ladies or whatever and then they would ask you trivia questions about the band okay not about the video you just watched so it wasn't like uh seen it or anything no 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 okay. no it was uh it was the questions about the band like this this you know this vocalist had a uh, the vocalist of this band had a very public split with the band in 2012 cool. when after yeah. uh, cocaine charges got you so anyway um this this also had web functionality you know trying to bring the people in so they would have four players on uh, screens and whatnot who were only allowed to use their um uh screen names uh-huh no real names and then the first uh if you downloaded the Spider Dances app, well, it's not what they, we didn't call them apps back then, but and you signed into the website, you got a chance to play from home, and uh, so they, the top, like the um, first twenty-five thousand players for each uh, game, got to also play from home. So this is one of the, the first um, game shows that that also had like web functionality That's and, and really like cool. viewer participation. Wow, um, that you could actually do from your house and things like that. So, and the top ten had their names displayed and were eligible for prizes, and also to be called on to the actual show. So, Zappa only appeared in video. Wow. And, uh, yeah. Wait, he only appeared in video? So he appeared he appeared on a screen and he was being like piped in from somewhere else. Like he was just filming this in his fucking house Weird. or something or a sound stage. Wow. It's supposed to be like all, all on the web. Okay. Right? Huh. Right. That's very strange. Okay. Uh so how how is it like good life? Well, first off, <laughs> yes. I've already t- as I already said, Weasel had a very public split. <laughs> well, that's um, how it's about bare naked ladies. Well, right. which is, I guess, right. what Good Life well, is about. Good Life, to be honest. Yes, you're yes, right. yes. Okay, fair. So, um, so Good Life. In that, uh, you're speaking of. I was speaking to the uh, the format, the game show format, the specific one. Um, this one has had a very good run uh-huh. in that it has become pretty much ubiquitous. Okay. Um, and again, you're they're referencing uh, the the whole format of not the format, but the actual questions of the show are much like uh, good life in that they're just you're, they're asking you very basic questions about a band okay whose video you're watching okay like um so basically if you were watching this video on web riot it would answer the question that was being asked okay i get it i guess so it is meta it is about yeah okay this song is meta uh, isn't it? yeah all right you're right that's fair um okay very fair more than fair so this better than you deserve in fact can you tell me why you haven't chosen a normal game show yet <laughs> i don't know why bare naked ladies isn't writing about normal game shows <laughs> you've not chosen a wheel of fortune or a fucking 
who wants to be a millionaire? They're all house flip and web riot and things that ran for like six episodes before the hosts were hey, executed riot by ran fucking for over two years terrorists <laughs> for some reason. All right, web riot what? ran for two years. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Did you ever play? No. Okay. Can this was this was before I was on like before I was even on the internet. Uh, did you see that the Web Riot, the Spider Dance Web Riot game still exists? The website for it. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of cool. You can log on and play some play some game game. Yeah, that's interesting. Well, do it. Do it. I, Why not leave it up? I, Why not host that shit? I deserve it, don't I? <laughs> All right. <laughs> cool. Ev, I think it's about time we rate. No. Do we put how, it up against other things? How good do you think Chester? How do you good do you think uh, Joe, Joe Campbell, Campbell would do in this game? <laughs> that's her. God, that's right. We've gotten we've gotten seven layers deep now. We have. Do you think Do you think he would do better or worse on this game than House Flip? Um, House Flip. I feel like we decided he would buy these things and then give them to other people to flip. Right? Could you? Could you put your glasses back on? I don't like the way your eyes look <laughs> without glasses. I just got so frustrated by what was happening that I had to take them off. Um, Thank you. Oh, that looks better. Your eyes look... It's like it's like when someone's wearing glasses and you get used to seeing their eyes at like a certain size because the glasses have that little magnification. <laughs> sure. And then they take it off and then their eyes look like... I look all squinty. Like just a little bit, a little bit smaller. Yeah. And you're like, I don't like the way your face looks anymore. Because I... I'm so used to the other way. <laughs> I hate the so way... So I take off my glasses... Oh Jesus Ew, yeah, Christ! Geez. My eyes actually get bigger. Yeah, that glasses. was very strange. You have anti-glasses. Um, so how because I wear them with the lenses reversed. Yeah, 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 convex. How good would Joe Camel be at this game? Uh, I don't think he knows trivia. It is not within his fucking uh forte. He's not a trivia. trivia person. He doesn't know trivia. He knows Olivia. Olivia Munn. He's, he's no, <laughs> no, no. He only knows the stuff he's he's lived oh, directly. Okay, okay, Olivia, like, Olivia. Like, yeah, yeah, I did coke with the lead singer of BNL. So he can tell you like <laughs> a really like personal fact about Steve Page that nobody else knows, but he doesn't know like the band. Yeah. All right, that checks out. Or their musical output. Like, yeah, they're playing some songs or something. He made me listen to a whole album. Pff, I don't remember it. So I guess the question is, has Joe Camel lived a good life enough that he's hung out with enough bands that he would be good at Web Riot? Probably probably but like also do you think he would be i mean he doesn't watch music videos yeah and the stuff that they're the trivia they're literally asking him trivial things and he doesn't yes. know that he knows uh fucking the singer of matchbox 40 uh you know how he felt when his parents died because they got real teary you know drunk on a, a bender one night no his parents died so joe camel showed up with like a a 1967 cadillac and then they black bagged him and put him in the trunk and drove him to las vegas and then they got him like super high on blow and, uh, you know, just had a, like a whole hotel room full of strippers. Right. And they rented the uh, the honeymoon suite. Right. 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 At the uh, at Circus Circus sure. or something. You okay. know, like that's what Joe Camel knows. Yeah, you're right. So, no, he would do really fucking bad at Web Riot <laughs> because all of the things that he knows are intentionally unknown to everyone. Rob Thomas is never going to tell anyone that. <laughs> so, yeah, I think he would be bad at this. So House Flip is still our winner, or Beach Flip is still our winner. Oh, okay. Oh, that's how we're doing this. Okay, got it, got it, got yes. it, got it, got it. Okay. Yes. Beach Flip was the name of that fucking show. Okay. Um. Okay, great. Now do we rate the song? Hmm. I don't remember how these... Okay, I'll allow <laughs> okay, it. I'll allow great. it. Great. Now's the time when we rate this song. We rate it on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more clothes the song is wearing, the worse it is. The fewer clothes it's wearing, the better. Can you tell me on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed where you're going to rate this song? 
I want to wear my jumpsuit to school. I'll allow it. No, you won't. Saker won't allow it, and neither will bare naked ladies. <laughs> All right. I want to wear my jumpsuit to school because I'm really into Ghostbusters. I just watched the new um, Afterlife 2021 Afterlife. I'm told it's very good or very bad, depending on who I listen to. I heard it. Have you bad. seen it? No, I hear it's bad though. I don't. I don't have the nostalgia. For Name me. names. Uh, okay. uh Masaya Moyo. <laughs> what was her name? <laughs> Masasa Masasa Moyo. Moyo. <laughs> no, I don't have the nostalgia. For, I mean, I liked Ghostbusters, but then I rewatched it like recently and it was not it didn't hold up for me i mean it still had some good parts but like it was one of those movies where i'm like ew like i don't like the way bill murray interacts with sigourney weaver and things like that yeah so it kind of it kind of sours it for me but i mean I, I don't know i liked the new ghost i liked the ghostbusters with um the lady ghostbusters kirsten kirsten wig and uh, um what's her name i can see her face uh fucking uh melissa melissa Etheridge. yes okay melissa Etheridge. <laughs> come to my ghost boy yeah and famously, um, so Chris yeah. Hemsworth. Thank God there was a man in that movie. <laughs> I enjoyed that movie. I, had, I, I enjoyed that movie, fun. too. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, actually, uh, yeah, I, I a Ghostbusters is linked to one of the absolute bottom barrel moments in my life. So I Ooh. can't. I was with my good friend, Evan, and I was hungry, and I was tired, and we were watching Ghostbusters 2 in a bar while waiting an hour and a half for a table, and he just <laughs> kept saying, Daddy, Daddy, Daddy. Oh, that was a... I can only get my best jokes out, like, once, once like, after, like, four days of sleepless <laughs> nights, truly. and then, like, if everyone else is around, yeah. So, best memories, best memories, best memories. Ghostbusters 2, Good. Ghostbusters 2. But, what are my jump shoot to suit to school, but Saker won't let me, no. and neither will BNL. They say, dude, it's not Halloween. You don't deserve it. Do you really deserve to wear your jumpsuit? Are you a Ghostbuster? I said, no. How many ghosts have you bust? No ghosts. And uh, they say, oh, well, how about this? It's like, when my son wants to wear something I don't want him to wear, I try and suggest something that I think he'll want to wear more. So, like, no, I don't want you to wear that shirt i how about you wear your christmas cape or something like that you know something i know he'll like right so you're like hey evan how about you wear that uh um fucking no effects shirt that you loved back when you were in in uh, high school oh yeah yeah so i put on my no effects shirt take off my the top of my jumpsuit it's like rolled down and like instead of those pants wouldn't you be way more comfortable in like you know a nice pair of stretchy jeans I'm like yeah yeah i would yeah i would and it's like it's not that cold out what about shorts I'm like okay 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 saker ed Jim, <laughs> Ty, and Kev. They're all you're all my little beautiful tailors like in Cinderella, getting me ready for the ball. Sure. So you get me out in my no effect shirt, you get me out in my uh my jean shorts with the pockets, the deep pockets so I can keep my chapstick in there, my wallet, everything I need. You get me out and they're like, Evan, you don't like wearing shoes, and you know what? I'm gonna send Ed's like, I'm gonna go in and I'm gonna talk to your principal and you're you don't have to wear shoes today. Okay. And I'm like, Fuck yeah, I hate <laughs> shoes. So yeah, barefoot, shorts, t shirt. I didn't wanna like this song. I didn't want to like this album, but it's winning me over. In spite of me. <laughs> Come to my... Uh, yeah, so I think I would be along the same lines as you. I think for me, the whole time you were talking, I can't think of a scenario that's not just me on my deathbed, which I feel like I've done before. <laughs> you know, I'm looking back over the years. My It's summertime. And so I'm in kind of the short sleeve shorts version of the hospital gown uh, that they give you when it's warm outside. <laughs> yeah, one of those. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the back is open. Uh, I'm, the front is open. The front is open. The sides are open. It's basically just a couple rags laid on me at this point. Um, 
And brother, I'm feeling good. I'm reminiscing about my life as my fucking final moments slip away from me. Um, you think you're Ed Robertson. Well, I don't think I am, but I think I see him. At the moment I'm about to die, who comes in that door but a 30-year-old Ed Robertson, fresh-faced from his stunt tour. That's right. Eddie comes in. Jim, Kev, Ty. And I say, and you were there. And you were there. Ladies, you're my favorites. And then who comes in? But arm-in-arm, hand-in-hand, Steve and Andy are joining these boys. (laughs) And they're all here. And I reach out and I brush Andy's face. I say, it's been so uh, long. the skin. Skin falls off, and it's just a skull, and then you sloughs off, and then and then the skull says, "All right, well, you have. Uh, I see here that you ate 184 <laughs> Toblerones, so that's going to get you 18 tickets. You were one short of the 18500 ticket bonus. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> um, and then we zoom out to uh, me uh, flatlining with my hand out and my <laughs> my children and grandchildren little, are all there. Enzo going, Dad, are you okay? In my, he's always a baby in my head. <laughs> and all I'm saying is, no, Andy, one more Toblerone, Andy, one more Toblerone. <laughs> <laughs> Enzo, quick, feed Daddy a Toblerone. <laughs> And uh, that's that's how I go in my in my rags. Uh, it's been a good life, a good life. Has there ever been a game show where the contestants are specifically not told the rules and you kind of have to find them out by playing? Kind of like a like that comedy show, that British comedy show, Mitchell and Webler. Do you remember Number Wang? <laughs> it's Number Wang. That's a yeah, and that's that's a show where everyone on the sketch knows the knows how to play, but the audience, people who are watching don't yeah but like i want to on a game show where they just come up and there's a podium and then like the rules are just completely obscure at the beginning right and you slowly find them out through the course of the game sure and every episode is the thing is you'd you'd have to do it different every episode yeah. yeah i mean i think the closest uh you're gonna get to that is joe millionaire do you remember joe millionaire is that the one where they had the guy who wasn't a millionaire? Yeah, it was a dating show where the women were trying to get a millionaire. I mean, they don't they don't understand the concept of the show. That's kind of close. The audience is mm-hmm. in on it, and they aren't. Uh, I don't know. No, there's nothing close to that. But you know what? I think you just came up with another patented million-dollar idea. Calvin Ball, the think, game show. What about a... Um near-death experiences in our in our metaverse now where you go and you start to get tallied but then you're like i saw i saw the archangel gabriel and he asked me if i how big my bouncy ball collection was he said i needed a hundred more tickets <laughs> to get to, like so like you come back you like you die on the you die on the operating table oh, for like 10 minutes okay and then you come back with like a clue of the game like i need to visit the great pyramids of giza so this is a game <laughs> that's a thousand points this, this decade this is a game show Life. Life is a game oh. show. We've talked about... I'm doing a completely different thing. I got it. Okay. I lost the thread. But you know what thread I didn't lose? The thread of these commercials. We'll be right back with more It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. <laughs> hey, Evan. What are you going to do when you retire? When I retire, I'm going to play Pickleball. It, oh pickleball it sounds like that's that's popular my 
All the old people I talk to talk about pickleball. They love fucking pickleball. It looks fun. There been a, there's been a concentrated movement on the village council here to get a pickleball court added to the um, the recreational space, the new green space we have. Bro, that sounds like fun. I don't even know what those look like. It's just like a tennis ball yeah, court, it's, right? It's, a little smaller? It's like t- I think it's more of a badminton-y court. How do you play pickleball? You have the little pickleball. Um, Is it shaped like a pickle? No, it's a yellow wiffle ball almost. I think that would be fun if it were shaped like a pickle because then it would just go all over the fucking place and you couldn't really play the game. I don't know that it would bounce very well. Yeah. Um, And uh, I believe it's just tennis. I don't know what the fucking difference between tennis and pickleball is now that I think about it. I just know that pickleball is a thing that old people play. Pickleball. I think it's tennis with less running and a lighter ball. And because there's less weight behind the ball, it doesn't move as fast. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you don't have to worry about like throwing out a hip or it's e- breaking your tooth. Or- easier on the body. You're correct. It combines elements of tennis, badminton, and ping pong, which is basically just tennis, isn't it? Yeah, table tennis. Yeah. I believe it's called among some, in some circles. Did you ever play that game, like handball, where they're like in that room with the balls bouncing all around, and you just like smack it with your hand? No, that's a, that sounds like a lot of fun, though. So there's rubber ball. I just, I, I remember going into like the Y as a kid and seeing like two old dudes with, uh, you know, uh, headbands on and short white shorts and t-shirts playing handball and just hammering that ball and it just bounces all around. I don't know. Does it hurt? the wall. I feel like it would hurt. I don't know. I never played it. Okay. Don't get so fucking it aggro. Like, it seems something like... <laughs> well, don't ask me questions I don't know the answer to, Saker. You know how I hate that. Right, I'm sorry. Only ask you things that I've asked I you need before. To, I need to seem. I need to seem all knowing. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I don't know. So just lob me a lob me a good softball. Lob me a good pickleball question here. How long is a pickleball court? I know you know this, Ev. Twenty-eight feet. Jesus Christ! I'm. Aside. I didn't ask you how fucking wide a pickleball court is. I asked you how long it is. You know it's longer than that. Sixty-four feet. Evan. Now you're making me upset. A pickleball court is 20 by 44 feet. The net height is 36 inches at the sidelines and 34 inches in the fucking middle, Ev. You know that. (laughs) Good fucking lord. Uh, I just got a flash forward to you trying to teach math multiplication (laughs) tables to your son. God, you know 6 times 7 is 42. (laughs) You're making me actually mad now, Enzo. Have you had that experience with your son? Where he didn't learn something fast enough and you got pissed off at him? No, I've had the... Well, yes. You've had the opposite. But I don't like... You don't like... I've had the opposite where he... I think he's something simple, like, you know, the letter I, which is just a straight line. Um, and he f- started to, starts to fuck around. He's like, I can never learn this. I'm like, I just saw you draw a straight line. You draw straight lines all the time. Just draw a straight line. Like, that actually... And he's frustrated. I'm frustrated. <laughs> that like, sounds like exactly the thing that we were talking about, where he's not learning yeah. it fast enough and you're getting pissed off. Well, he, the thing is, he's already here. He knows it. He just is refusing to do okay, it. Okay, I understand. What is his? What's his goal there? To irritate me, <laughs> or actually, his goal is to his goal is to get me to give him something like a toy or a, or a candy or something. Oh, he wants a prize. Sure. Wow, you've incentivized learning, and this is what happens when we gamify our culture. No, I. Well, his grandparents were going to give him a fifty toys, like little fucking Funko Pop that he loves, right? Okay. So they bought him this big Halloween bag of Funko Pops, and they were just going to give it to him. I'm like, no, no, you can't just give him 50 fucking toys. That's a lot. So I took them, and I kind of, like, strung them out as he learned to write his name. Okay. So instead of just him getting 50 toys, I made him actually work for them. Okay. Which I guess is, he can write his name now, so I consider it, I consider it well That's spent. That's pretty good, yeah. 
What the? Were they themed? Funko Pops? Or, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they're all horror themed, like Freddy Krueger and the oh, twins. Oh, this was from... that uh, that uh, blind bag. Yeah. And he yes. What, he asked me who one of them was, and I can't remember which one. And I had no idea how to explain it to him. Fuck. This would be a like a, probably like pinhead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who's this man? Uh, well, he's a Cenobite. You understand? And that's the thing. Best friends his, with Butterball. His teacher was like. Uh, can I talk to you for a second after class? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit. And he's like, has he seen the movie Poltergeist? Because he described the entire plot <laughs> to the class. I'm like, oh, no. And, and also The Exorcist yeah. and The Shining. Yeah, it may have been The Twins. That's The Shining Twins. Yeah. yeah that he wanted yeah. to So know. you were, you were responsible for getting me in trouble because you explained the plot of The Shining. Yeah, well, listen, I don't think I really knew how to explain the plot of The Shining. Jack Torrance, go crazy. Kill family? He's, he's, a, he's always been the there. The dog gives a man a blowjob, or does a man give the dog a blowjob? I'm trying to remember how that works. You know what I'm talking about. The guy in the dog costume? You are... This is one of the most famous parts of The Shining. No! Hold on. Never. Do you think if I search for man-dog blowjob on Google right now, I will find the picture? Hold on. Man-dog shining. You know this scene. Have you seen The Shining? Not for years. A long time wow, ago. Wow, really? Okay. Uh, here, um, hold on. I'm going to share our screen. <laughs> this is when... Remember when there he opens a door and there's a guy in a dog costume and a dude gets up like he's been performing fellatio on him? I have no memory of that what? scene. I must have blocked it wow, out. Wow, really? Oh, okay. All right. Never mind then, I guess. Anyway, Roger the Dog Man. I need to get your son a little Funko of Roger the Dog Man. Please don't. Okay, I won't. <laughs> well, bu buddy, do you know who else loves Roger the Dog Man? I mean, I... 28 notes straight. You know, like, it's kind of a one-to-one -one here. It's That would be Wikipedia. That's right, Andrew's stuck in some sort of purgatory and has to read the Wikipedia pages for all the movies he was too spooked to watch in the real world. The latest episode was a show swap. It's Wikipedia 8 with Reign of They Them Theirs. That came out on February 20th, 2021. Uh, this is a podcast that's been uh, not currently updating. Do you want to know what episodes that Andrew has done in the past? Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Wikipedia 4. Tell me all about uh, it. He covered Saw 4, Final Destination, and Friday the 13th, the final chapter. He read the Wikipedia <laughs> entries for him. That's it. That's how this podcast so it's goes. Like, it's, like, it's like an audiobook? And he couldn't and he couldn't keep it up? I don't know. All he does is read the Wikipedia <laughs> entry and he couldn't do he couldn't update? Maybe he got bored of it. It's not that he couldn't, it's that he wouldn't. Yeah, I got bored of it the second I heard the idea. <laughs> maybe he reacts a little bit. Maybe there's some level of like, ooh. Or, like, maybe he makes a little noise every so often. Maybe he does it in a different, like, character every time. Like, he's like, okay, now I'm a Jimmy Hot Dog reading the uh, Final Destination 4. I do like that. Yeah. Hey, Leprechaun! In Leprechaun, what happens is there's a little guy, and he shocks you up the urethra when you pee. <laughs> Which, that's it. You were all over the place with accents right there. I don't think so! Just Jimmy! Hi! Uh, you went from, like, you went from, like, uh, New York mobster to, like, New York Jew. <laughs> Will Andrew talk about the horrors that are this episode in his latest episode of Wikipedia? No, he's not making we'll any never more. Know. <laughs> we are done with <laughs> Wikipedia. Great commercials always.
we're back with It's All Been Done, a Bare Naked Ladies podcast. Now's the time in the show when I spin this bagel wheel and we figure out what we got going on. Hey, Saker. What we got going on? All that you will see is my celebrity. It's my celebrity. What celebrity is this song about? <laughs> let's spin it again <laughs> i mean i feel like we could do play it a different way with other songs but this song is literally it's, about yeah, ed roberts it is autobiographical <laughs> another postcard where would the narrator vacation what postcards would they send and to whom where would ed roberts where vacation? Would he vacation he's got a beautiful house on the lake lake house in yeah. uh fuck so where would he vacation it is funny to me that he's the guy who lives in Canada and Stephen Page is the guy who lives in the States now. And yet Stephen Page is the guy who still gets tapped to do like the uh, Canada loves you back. Did you see that? No. Oh, Ryan Reynolds got uh, some Canadian award and they tapped Stephen Page to write a song for the for Ryan Reynolds, basically. I didn't know. Apparently they're friends as well. Um, oh, and it's, well, a, it's nice. a very catchy tune, but it's just weird to me because... Stephen Page is kind of the American one now, the Americanized. I feel like it'd be tough to be friends with Ryan Reynolds because he seems like somebody who's always on. Yeah, I also think that Hollywood friendships are not real friendships. Like they are, they know each other. They don't hang out, right? You know, I can't mm-hmm. imagine Stephen Page and Ryan Reynolds hanging out. I can. I mean, because I feel like it's the same way that like Hollywood actors and musicians and stuff always are always dating each other. I mean, part of it's opportunity, but also part of it is you know. You want somebody who I mean, you have a modicum of equality in the relationship, and if you're both like act like famous actors or famous famous in your spheres, sure. Uh, I mean, you don't want like an you don't like an Ed Roberts and Natalie Herbert relationship, uh, right? Yeah, I guess obviously so. that didn't that, that didn't, didn't work, work and out. it still isn't working. Yeah, good point. Um, yeah, okay. Well, anyway, do you think Ed goes on? Do you think Ed goes on vacation with or without his family? Without, almost certainly, hundred yeah, percent. Because agreed. when they and so he's going to he's going to Thailand, right? Wikipedia to, to see the temples, <laughs> to see the temples, to see the temples. Uh, yeah, I think that when he made amends with his wife, what really happened is they agreed that an open relationship is the best thing for them, and it's what's going to so. So yeah, he goes without, and uh, you know, I think they're they're staying together until the last, the youngest daughter graduates from college. Mm-hmm. That's correct, little Frank Hebert, yeah. little Moon Newman Hebert. Still- there's still there's still his youngest daughter moon unit hebert diva muffin hebert uh they're still what there's, i think they're still friends yeah right? oh yeah they're, they're I think, friendly i think that they, they remain friends and so they're they're keeping their their relationship uh open you know they can they can do what they want yeah right and they can and you know he supports her interior design business and she keeps designing his house over and over again yeah she's got it's it's rearranging deck chairs on the titanic <laughs> I mean, almost literally. I'm sure there's lots of deck chairs that they're rearranging. So where does he go then? You think it's Thailand? No. Okay. No, I don't think he goes to Thailand. Uh, I don't think that's kind of, I don't think that's Ed's GM. Sure. I think what Kev does is he gives the globe another spin. But what Ed does is he knows exactly like, where he wants to go. I feel like he goes somewhere in the American Southwest. I, I thought he was going to go. I, I feel like he's goobery enough to go to like Graceland. That's a possibility too. Yeah, he goes to Graceland. I could see that. It's definitely some country staple. He definitely visit. He hits up Dollywood while yeah. he's there. Nashville. Nashville. Uh, yeah, he's a Nashville boy. He's enjoying the sights and sounds of Nashville. So, what postcards would he send, and to whom? Uh, so he's got an Elvis postcard. He's going to send that to. <laughs> uh. 
I think he's going to send it to Steve. You know what I'd like to see is uh, him send it to Kev because Kev does apparently a mean Elvis impression. Oh, I've heard as much. My blue suede I'd shoes. I'd love to see <laughs> Don't step on my please, blue Please, please don't step on them, honestly, though. Because uh, last time you did that, it and, hurt and my toes really bad. They got bad. really scuffed and I don't wear them anymore. Uh, yeah. Uh, so he sends an Elvis postcard to Kev. He sends a Dolly Parton postcard to Jim. Ty, Ty, Ty is going to enjoy that Dolly Parton postcard. Oh. To Jim, he sends a uh, um, he sends a postcard from the Nashville Bass oh. Museum, where it has all these famous basses played by famous things, and then he just sends them a picture, a postcard of just this blank space, and it says, and he says, "This is where your bass is going to go." That's buddy. right. He says, "There's a space for your bass in this place." Mm-hmm. It's a very <laughs> That's a you really are fucking Ed Robertson, <laughs> That's aren't you? Right. Cool. And then he sends one final postcard, of course. He sends an oversized postcard with a giant picture of the grand old Opry on it. <laughs> to, of course, Diva Muffin Hebert. And he says, <laughs> I miss you. I love you. Think about you. One day I'll be here with you. I'm sorry daddy has to go away. But this is what he has you're to on, do. You're on, vaca- <laughs> you're on vacation. Sorry, I got to go on vacation, hon. I need a break from you. Daddy needs... You know mommy. how much daddy needs his vacations. Yeah, he needs his alone time. That's it. That's a good one. Thanks, Wheel. That's a good one. Send it through send. the Send. Click send. Now's the time of the show when we take an email from our friends, our fans, our kooky little connivers. This here is an email from our friend, David. Oh, David. Hi, David. This one is called Fake Nudes Resequence Plus a Bonus. Oh, thank you. To the boys who have been done, it's me again, and I have more resequences. Here's Saker's Ooh. Fake Nudes Resequence and Evan's Fake Nudes Resequence. Uh, I Did he put in the songs <laughs> that you bouncing, in, bouncing oh around the house God. and I'm just a sad country did, song? I haven't looked at these till now, but there is a song called Bouncing in the House by Sundog that he included on here. And then uh, he included a song from Montgomery Gentry called Where I Come From. So this is my, my fake news resequence. And yours is, of course, uh, only it's one song short, which it has to be. <laughs> Okay. I'm allowed to cut <laughs> songs. <laughs> We've established that. <laughs> Additionally, since we're getting near the end, I decided to reflect on how the relationship between you two wonderful boys has grown by quantifying who is winning it. Specifically, oh, I, went back, I'm I went back to all the album resequences and scored how well Saker could guess all of Evan's song picks. I definitely <laughs> graded in Saker's favor, giving him the last song on each album, as well as any mistakes Evan made. Here are the results. Bopes, I got 4 out of 14 right. Stunt, I got 5 out of 13. Oh. Maroon, 2 out of 7, because you made pairs, <laughs> so I only had to guess half. Uh, e to E, I got half, 7 out of 14. My best, I think. Uh, oh no, Silver Ball's my best. Uh, Blam, 5 out of 13. Blomin, 6 out of 16. All in Good Time, 4 out of 13. Gritting Streak, 5 out of 12. Silver Ball, 8 out of 13. And Fake Nudes, wow. 3 out of 13, for a total of... 49 out of 128, a.k.a. about 38% of the time. As for who is winning the podcast, I'll let the data speak for itself. Mm. What does that mean? I mean, because your questions are impossible. There's no way. I am. As a data scientist, (laughs) uh, I don't feel like I need to explain it to you, but I know the answer. You know what? 
I know the answer. And I'm not allowed too. to tell you about my. I'm not allowed to tell you about my uh, algorithm. Can you publish a paper telling me the final results, though? No, no, it's private. Oh, okay, this is all, those classic private experiments <laughs> that all those data scientists run <laughs> that they don't like to tell people about. Now, onto a question. No, it's like when you uh, bring in a consulting firm and they're like, our algorithm has determined that you are you could improve you you're at 38 percent efficiency and you're like well how did you determine that like well we can't share any of our calculations yeah but they you. tell you whether you've won or lost the business <laughs> in the end they give you the final result no they don't yeah they usually say you're doing you're doing fine you're winning they never say you're doing <laughs> fine because otherwise they wouldn't have a job now onto a question you're given the opportunity to have any member of bnl guest on the pod past present or future Kev. no Kev, strings Kev, attached Kev. however your new dog delivers you a message from the future, informing you that no matter who you choose, they will say some shit that will burn every bridge between you and the band forever. Knowing this, who do you choose and what do they say that ruins any chances of ever getting anyone else to guest on the pod? As always, keep up the good work and I'm excited to see what you boys do next. David. So he never getting anyone else as in like any other band member, anyone that's else the, the ever. inherent flaw. It's burning every bridge between you and the band forever. We're, this is a fictional, I mean, we're never going to, so if we could choose one bare naked member to have on the podcast and never have another one again, who would it be? You say Kev? Oh, I think Kev would be the most fun. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I mean, I think that's a fair answer, I guess. I feel like Ed would be, Ed would be on. Like, he would be fine and genial. I feel like Jim, we would just not connect with. Like, he would be kind of, like, irritated with us the whole right. time. And I feel like Ty doesn't know anything anyway. Yeah, I agree with you. So, so like, Ty would just be a lot of fun, but I don't think he would actually give us any insight into anything. Sure. I don't think that... Um, he'd be... Ty's the Joe Camel of the Yeah. Group. I think we would run over Kev the whole time, though. Right? I don't yeah. think he'd talk That's on the, the podcast. Oh, good, jo- good, good one, guys. <laughs> Is that what he would do? That would be the extent of it? <laughs> I guess. Yeah, yeah I, I like that one. What question would you ask Kev that would uh, cause him to say something horrifying? Um, Cause him to say something horrifying? Yeah, because remember the, the thing is he says something that burns our bridges with not only they the band, but with all humanity so that we cannot get another... Wow. So they're going to say something that makes the band mad at us. Oh, because we're, temp- we're, we're teasing him into a scenario yeah. where he says something horrible and we still publish it. Yes. Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just like our famous Justin McElroy episode, um, that there is a bunch of technical glitches and these technical glitches cut out or redouble some of the, uh, fucking, you know, uh, stuff from the, the, the podcast. And at the beginning we talk about like chimichurri the whole time, just chimichurri sauce because we're always Kev's really into it. Kev's really well, into he, it right he, now. He, he, yes, but it gives him heartburn. And really, Mexican no. food in general. And so he says, I hate Mexican food. But I think it cuts out part of it and it goes, I hate Mexican. I hate Mexican. I hate Mexican. And so it gets him in a lot of deep hot water with uh, sort of uh, racial hot water. Um, and uh, I think that uh, it causes the band to... Are You're giving me a look. I'm just letting you, I'm letting you spin <laughs> out, bud. I wouldn't have invited Kev on in the sometimes first place. Sometimes you just like to. Sometimes you just like to watch the world I burn. Would, who would you invite? Who would you I would invite, invite Mondegreen Scenario. A member of the Bare Naked Ladies. Yeah, it says past, present, or future. Mondegreen oh, was born last year. It. He will be in the Bare Naked Ladies in 2047, 
when it is uh, they have to wheel Stephen Page out for his Barrington Ladies Explosion tour. Um, and it's, yeah, he's got a lot of fucking gossip because Stephen Page has confided in him all of these things that he never told anyone. Oh, uh, Stephen Page has like Alzheimer's and yeah. like kind of, he thinks, kind of like just spilling, spilling tea yep. on everybody. He thinks that Mondegreen is Ed. And so he's kind of telling him like, all of, I'm so sorry that I cucked you. And like telling him all of these. <laughs> Remember on the stunt tour when we just spent all night kissing each other's assholes. <laughs> And so Mondegreen is going to spill. And I mean, that's what burns every bridge between him and the band is obviously, you know, we're spilling all this, this tea. Yeah. And Mondegreen's just so happy to be on this podcast, the longest running Bare Naked Ladies podcast in history. Yeah, exactly. How old will we be in 2047? I will be 66. Yeah. Wow. God, I can't wait to keep doing this podcast. Ah, Ebbo, we're going to be the best of friends forever. <laughs> Two Vernigan ladies never end a hundred years. I cannot wait for our inevitable falling out. <laughs> Me too. It's going to be so great. Uh, well, David, I hope we answered your question. I hope I didn't <laughs> make myself embarrassed by saying the things that I said. Bye. <laughs> Ev, we did yeah. it. We done it. We reached the end of another ep. We are getting so close, my friend. I, I can smell it. I can taste it. I can time sense it i'm trying to think of the other senses oh yeah I, yeah Posi- <laughs> i can positional sense yeah. it <laughs> I, I can look at the sun and determine it <laughs> i can stare at stare at the sun that's a that's a sense right um about uh i think this episode actually i'm gonna cut this out this episode's going up on the 14th when are we taking our break should we take our break the 21st and 28th and then come back the fourth sure okay Abbo, a little programming note. We're taking our holiday break here. This is going to be our... Jingle jangle. Jingle jangle, motherfuckers. <laughs> this is going to be, be our last episode. Thailand. Yes, and by that we mean Tyler's house, which we call Thailand. Yes. Oh, man, Thailand. <laughs> That's pretty good. We should have done... We didn't good. do a Christmas episode. Have we given up the ghost on special episodes? We didn't do an anniversary episode this year either. No, yeah, I think we're I think we're uh, head down, eyes on the Just prize. fucking nose to the grindstone. Hey, their the special end. episode is the uh, infinite number of episodes we will do monthly after we're done with the podcast. That's fair. Okay. So we are going to take a break. Uh, we're not going to be here next week or the week after, but we'll rejoin you January 4th with an all-new episode of It's All Been Done to Bannigan Ladies podcast. Uh, and uh, what a delight it will be. We'll be handling a fucking new disaster. Which, uh, boy, oh boy, I'm excited to talk about that one. <laughs> yeah, very, very prescient. Um, Ev, what do you have to plug this week? Ch- chins? Mm. Any in specific or just chins in general? I don't know. You just got this picture of BNL up behind you this whole time, and I've just been like fixating on their chins. Mm, they got nice got chins. Caps. Yeah, I think, I think Ed's is Ed's strong. Is, Ed's, Ed's has a nice, strong chin. I think Jim it's has like a very chin. Joker, like a Joker chin. Yeah. And Ty, Ty kind of. Ty, Ty has like the uh, um, just because he's got the goatee and mustache in this picture, he looks yeah. like a, like some sort of like Italian nobleman. <laughs> like he looks like he should be wearing like a ruff around his his uh, neck. Also, he has a very weird expression on his face. Yeah. So he's, it's like he's saying, "More meatballs, please!" <laughs> like shoot them right. Into I his told mouth. you I wanted meatballs. Everyone is happy except him, and he is crying out for meatballs. Meatballs. <laughs> And then uh, Kev's chin is just like the rest of him. Soft. 
Yeah. Oh, it looks kind of spiky to me. He looks like he has that sort of scruff that's not like, it's not one day of scruff, which is like looking good, kind of soft. And it's not like a beard, but it's like scratchy. Mm -hmm. He looks scratchy to me. He's had a hard life. Yeah. But a good life. Well, and for listeners, we will put up this picture in the show notes so you can see it exactly what we're talking about. (laughs) I have to fucking find where I got this picture. Um, I'm going to plug trickle down economics. Ooh. Yes. Why? Um, Because I think the world right now could use a little more trickling down, if you know (laughs) what I'm saying. Well, it's been proven not to work. Yes. Well, but I mean, couldn't we all use a little more whimsy in our lives? (laughs) Is that what you think trickle down economics is? Sounds pretty whimsical. Whimsy? Whimsy? Doesn't it sound like fun? Trickle down makes me think of that hot piss. Yeah, I think that there's nothing. I don't know why they named it that. Yeah, That's it's the, a very also, clearly a bad name. Even as a functional, like, even as a function, even if it did work, like, hey, guess what? The rich are gonna give you a little piss on your head. Like, <laughs> even, even even the best possible reading, it's like, yeah, the rich make their their you know job creators their their wealth like trickles down to the rest of you. You can get a little lick of that salt. Right. Yeah. Where? Yeah. And don't that, like it. That rules. Never liked it. Oh, okay. Oh, whatever. Okay. Uh, Ebo, you can email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. Please, no one else but Ev email us. That's the only person (laughs) I want to email us. Uh, Ebo, um, I've been Taker. I've been Ebo. And I'll see you again in Meatballs. Meatballs.